everyone, welcome to Totally Talking Sports, huge episode today, episode 30. As Kyle likes to say, it's dirty 30 time. Um, I'm having a beer, Logan's having a beer. Unfortunately, Kyle is not having a beer. Speaking of Kyle, Kyle is back. He's feeling a little bit better, good enough to podcast, and that's good enough for us. Kyle, how are you doing, my man? Doing all right, man. You guys are drinking. I'm puffing on that inhaler. Uh, I got my bronchitis. <laughs> got that bronchitis. But no, I'm feeling better. My energy's back. Um, my cough, I fucking cannot get rid of it now. It's been like eight days in a row, so um, I mean, I cough anyway, guys. But uh, just get ready for me to look more than usual. Um, but no, I mean, other than that, uh, nothing too much, man. Just been fucking cooped up at the house. We brought the, li- we brought the bed in the living room. Whenever one of us is sick or injured, we bring the bed in the living room. And you just sleep on the floor yeah, and watch TV. Just, and watch, yeah, that's just... I like that. Dude, that's, I like that's, that that's a kingpin Yeah, move. we do that every time, so... I like that a lot. You know, we're bringing it out there, and I was like, so we haven't done this since my surgery. <laughs> I was like, and I wasn't able to talk to him. I was like, this is nice. <laughs> you know, just, it's just somebody, you know, the comfort of the bed but in, the, you know, in the living room with the big TV, so... Uh, that's why I kept seeing you online. <clears throat> Always, yeah, Netflix all the time. Yeah, yeah. I've been on Netflix nonstop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agents it's, it's really, it's really frustrating yeah. when like I, I log into like Apex or something. And I'm like, Kyle's on. He's not like playing games, but he's on. So let me text him and see if he wants to play. And then like, just don't receive a text back. Like, no, like I just hurts. So uh, Tim texted me at eight thirty uh, p.m. on Tuesday night, which I was already asleep by about maybe seven seven p.m. that night. Um, I had to open the next day. And with that, mixed with the brown caddis, um, I, uh, yeah, I was tired. Yeah. For those of you who don't so. know, if Kyle has to open, he goes to bed at midnight instead of two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I stay up late regularly, so uh, I don't blame him for trying to text me. It was unusual to sleep that early, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Other than that, life's been good, you know, but. You're chilling at home, getting better, man. Yep. Day by day. We're not hanging out with Logan. What about you, Logan? Uh, I'm all right. Rough week at work. Probably have to find a new job here. Uh, yeah, and how how's that? How's that find going? Uh, it's going all right. Had a had a little phone interview. Long application. Yeah, long, long process, multi week. Right. Uh, but should be hearing back from the next week or so, I believe. Okay, so what what is the position? Uh, for? Just a teller at Wells Fargo. Oh, so just a teller. Okay. Yeah, but it'd be nice. So uh, back into the customer service. Oh, absolutely. But uh, like, I, I needed I needed a change from like the food service industry. Yeah, like, don't tell customers to, like. Fuck off. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> like, hey, I that, deposit uh, I've learned twenty grand in my in my company bank account. Fuck off. Yeah, and I, I won't I won't go that far. Okay. But uh I don't know. I can, I'm, can I get hundred and fifty but only twenties? No. I could see him going, uh you can't divide that up, dumbass. No, you can twenties and a ten. Yeah. <laughs> I like math, asshole. <laughs> you thought you were gonna get me with that one? Dude, I, I'm a little annoyed because I <laughs> I had uh, my last day or this last day that I worked on the uh, Monday night. As I was like about to leave, I was finishing like my last trips, and one of like the guy, this guy that like, I just got trained with, his name's Austin. He was like standing over to the side with our manager, uh, and he was like kind of like holding his head or something. And I was like, oh, that's fucking like, like hit or something because they stacked like paper towels. I'm not exaggerating, twenty feet tall just a stack of paper towels and then they just wrap the top of it and not the rest of it. And so when you pull from the middle, the whole thing will just fall over on you. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And so it just fell on his head, I guess. Paper towels, though. Yeah, but like, you know, like 40, uh, like, packs of 
paper towels like at once. Uh, yeah, coming so, at you 14 feet high. Yeah, and so he was over the side, and I was like, oh, I must have gotten hit or something. I watch out of this like, guy that's a manager in training go over and talk to them. I go and like drop off my stuff, and I go to the desk. It's my last trip. Get a cleaning assignment, whatever. I go over there do this train to be an ASM that just talked to Austin and our manager. Tells my cleaning assignment. I go to walk away. He goes, hey, did you uh, did you get hit in the head with uh, some paper? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no. And I was like, no. And he was like, not like the in that aisle? Like, the paper didn't fall on your head? And I was like, no, it didn't. He goes, ah, must have been Austin. And I was like, you were just talking. He was holding his head. You just were over there. How did you <laughs> What do you? And this guy's about to get paid like 30 bucks an hour. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit, you know, man. Why? Because he's been there for a year. Stuck it out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I couldn't make it three months. <laughs> hey, I don't blame hey, you, it's man. Not fault, he, it's not his fault. He took too many paper towels in the head. Yeah. When, he was, when he was that's yeah. Shoes, yeah. Same thing happened to him, probably with bricks, though. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it had to have been heavy. Yeah, but otherwise, week was a little rough. But after I've been off, it's been good. So right on, right on, guys. Uh, so hey, before we get into Kyle's courses that you did not know you cared about. I'm excited to bring it back, you know, since we missed out on last week. Uh, can we have a a small, civilized discussion on the fact that the Islanders are moving on? Yeah. Hey, hey, don't worry. Don't worry. I, I got love for the Bruins. But, I do, too. Obviously. But, dude, this, the podcast team is still alive. Yes, absolutely. It I was, know you have love for the Islanders, but you had to go with your Bruins. I know. We fell apart in those last in game five and six. Six to two. Yeah. And, Four to three, I, I, five to three. I was watching. I was watching Game Six, uh, and I just turned it on, and the Islanders are already up one zero, and we run power play, and Marshan got that goal, and I was watching, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, we're back in it." Right. And I went and got like food or something. I came back, and I was like, "Hey, what's the score?" And she goes, "Oh, one to three. And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, cool. Who, who's winning?" She goes, "Uh, Bruins." And I was like, "Oh, and she goes, "Bruins won." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> So Bruins not one one point. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, not, uh, not what I wanted to hear. So I was like, okay, we're probably done at this point. But yeah. hey, we gave it a hell of a season, hell of a ride. We got in a little slump towards the end of the regular season. So to finish off where we did, I'm not disappointed in this team. Yeah, and last night I had gotten home, and it was a rough day at work. So I decided to cool down with a beer and some video games. Yeah. Right. I knew the game was going on, but I was like, I was like, I don't want to turn it on because I didn't know the score. Get heated and like yell at the TV because I've already had a bad day. Yeah. So I started playing some video games and uh, checked my phone, and it was six or two in the third. And I was like, okay. <laughs> don't need to watch that <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not pretty, uh, speaking of playing video games, um, that's what you guys know. Bull Bull finished off uh, the amateur season. Amateur? Uh, sure. what, 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 uh, which game? Uh, amateur talking? hockey, sorry. sorry. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Amateur hockey season um, with about like forty games played, with about one hundred and seventy-two points. Okay, right. So he's averaging over four points a game. Uh, I mean, mediocre. Um, but but gets drafted in the second round. Okay. Uh, the second point leader behind me was at like eighty-three, so I crushed that guy. But went in the second round to the Calgary Flames, who I fucking hate. Yeah, so, uh, I love it. I'm not happy. Um, you're able to request trades, and I've been doing it every single time I play. <laughs> <laughs> I play a game, request a trade, and I just keep dropping down. Um, because you're not a starter anymore, and then you go to third, and then you go to fourth because the coach is pissed at you. Yeah, because like, I don't oh, want yeah, you. He, the coach is hating you right now. Well, why don't you guys, so why don't, why don't you just kill it, finish out your season as a starter, and then request a trade? 
I might have to. Do, I might just sim. I might contract. just sim the entire season because uh, I'm getting pissed. Although I deserve better. Well, what would you contract? Like, oh, really? really? I feel like every other sports game says. I love NHL uh, video games, like their the actual gameplay, but I feel like the interface. Yes, is NFL, NFL doesn't. Uh, it, maybe it's just like an EA ooh, thing. Ooh, it's probably like an EA I thing. I don't know, dude. I've seen. Well, I haven't played any of the new Madden's because I refuse to buy them. Yeah, it's the same game. Yes, every single year, and you know they just update like the roster. The, the roster. Yeah, it's Jewish roster. Yeah, and uh, maybe a little bit of gameplay tweaks. Yeah, and the only thing people buy Madden for anymore is like some diehards like me and you, where we would just play franchise because that's our that's our fucking thing. Yeah, yes. you know, like maybe bring in our teams to Super Bowl weekends, right? But there's also those just pay to win guys who do the. The ultimate, team. the ultimate teams yeah. that just spend thousands and thousands and yes. thousands of dollars. And so I'm not interested. No. Right? Right? Getting wrecked, yeah. I feel like one of the old men's had had some contract on it where I hope we'd see more players contract. If you if you if do, it show it if showed you're like the three years manager, you do it. But if you're a player, you don't Okay. Alright, hey, so yeah. Islanders moving on. Sorry if you had that didn't know you cared about I, I needed to bring it up. It was it was burning in my system. So, guys, without further ado, Kyle's back. So, Kyle, why don't you hit us with some sports news we did not know that we cared about? <clears throat> All right. NFL slash football. Uh, Todd Gurley. <laughs> wait, wait. No, no. Yeah, you, you understand. He's probably going to. Uh, so, Todd Gurley visiting the Ravens, looking for his third new potential home. I'm sorry, Todd Gurley. I am sorry, Todd Gurley. That is not the home you need uh, because they have five, five to ten running backs that they'll use. Oh, they don't have Mark Ingram. So but they have, they have five have JK, They have J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Are like <laughs> okay, but how many? I mean, Todd Gurley would be a third. And yeah, Lamar. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Todd Gurley. Lamar making really a And it just makes me sad. Like, yeah. you guys can see I have this jersey sitting right there. Yeah. And it just, I'm going to hang it up in the garage somewhere because Todd Gurley, I always have one too. But he's a beast. But Ravens is not your answer. No. Uh, NFL requesting proposals for future regular season games in Germany. It's fun. Absolutely. Love it. Saying that it's most likely going to pass, but won't have it for a few years. Um, but I would love to see some Germany games. Let's go to a London game. That is very down the road. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not even not even the next five years. <laughs> yeah. like, At some point, when we're like really really <laughs> yeah. set up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be down. I'd be down for that for sure. It's gonna spend like a week in London yeah. and then go finish it off with a game and just get blasted. Oh yeah, man. I would love that. Um. All right now, Virginia Tech. Linebacker. Yeah. I'll take it. You see a tootie. That's all I'm saying. It. Um, charge of second degree murder. Now suspended. Uh, football player police said he had punched a sexual partner five times in the face and stomped on him after discovering the person he thought was a woman was actually a man. To be fair, I'd probably do the same. According to arguments presented Wednesday in a Montgomery County courtroom, according to the autopsy, Jerry Paul, the victim, R.I.P. Every bone in his face is broken. His teeth were all missing, and he had multiple cranial fractures. Now you guys will be surprised because his actual cause of death isn't probably what you think. It was actually blunt force trauma to the head. <laughs> Um, which, you know, you might not think that was the cause, but... <laughs> okay, Jerry on. Paul Smith, R.I.P. Don't fuck with a linebacker. <laughs> Jerry Paul Smith, R.I.P. However, okay, so I got a little confused there in the middle of it here, and it might have just been, like, a slight, like, joke. Um, he was... He 
thought he was kicking in a girl's skull and found out it was a dude. No, no he, he thought he was going to have sex with When he found out that yeah. the guy, it was a guy, not a girl. He, he said like, he got lured the there fuck? by Tinder. He said he got catfished on Tinder. So he wanted to it, kill the person. It was, no, it was supposed to be a girl. Yeah. He got there, it was a dude trying to have sex oh. with him. Oh. So he beat the shit out of the dude. Oh yeah, I throw a punch his way, but I, don't know if I, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I would, I would, or like, like as far as he went, I would go as far as you went. Yeah, no, I throw a punch his you way. You know how much damage has to be done to where every single one of his teeth are missing? No, no, no that guy's unless they were already missing. They were already missing. <laughs> Could have been tweaked out method. What if it was a SpongeBob thing where he just throw a punch in class? <laughs> <laughs> Pop out the dentures. Don't let the town. Um, but yeah, so. ECU 2D, dude. Watch out for that guy. Yeah. Um, not, not on the football field, though. Yeah, definitely not on the football field. Um, in prison. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad for the guy that tries to get him in when he drops Him in the longest yard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alright, uh, MLB, nothing too big, but on May 29th, Twins' Josh Donaldson, uh, a lovely guy, uh, scores the 2 millionth run for MLB history. Dang. Good for him. I like Josh Donaldson, too. Uh, used to play for the A's a little bit back when yep. I was a hardcore A's fan, so I, I got some love for Josh Donaldson. He's a good player. Uh, 50 days, though, until the trade deadline, so stay tuned for some possible big trades coming up. Um, UFC 263 this Saturday. Um, Adesanya versus Vittori, too. I don't think... I mean, every fighter has a chance. I know, but it's just like Vittori... Adesanya is in a league of his own. Yeah. Yes. And, and it, it should have been Whitaker... But Adesanya said, I'm only going to fight Whitaker if it's for this day. And Whitaker said, I would not have been ready. He goes, that would have been unfair. So Whitaker said, no. And then Vittori took it. Now, Vittori's ground game looked amazing against Holland. But Holland has no ground game. So, I don't think Adesanya's going to be like that. Um, So, yeah. I don't know. By the way, it should be hopefully. That's not really the big one on the card. (coughs) No. Figueredo versus Moreno. That is the one everybody's looking forward to. Yes. Um, I can't believe that's the undermain event. Like, it's just because like, it's Izzy. I yeah. know, I know, I know. But I honestly, still think I'm it's, getting, yeah. I'm getting, okay, okay, unpopular opinion. I'm getting bored of watching Adesanya fight for the title. Because he just keeps dominating. He just keeps dominating. Don't get me wrong, like, it's awesome. Like, he's he's such a powerhouse in his weight class and weight division. But, like, and you, like good for you, dude. You went up a weight class, but for you not even attack on any weight, like, so, yeah, didn't feel like I'm not going to, it's hard for me, right? Because I feel like his, like, two, like, worst, or, like, most boring fights was the, uh, Joel Romero. Absolutely. And then a lot of people didn't like the Blahovich. They said it was just very, yeah, no, he, he was too, he was too, it wasn't too defensive. Yeah, yeah he, was, he wasn't aggressive. Yeah, because the dude, all he had to do was lay on him. Every other fight. You know, you see this crazy Adesanya, and it's like every time I feel like I tune in, I don't fucking see. Yeah. So I feel the same way. It's like, all right, I'm getting frustrated because he's not striking like everyone wants him to. Um, but Figueroa Moreno, the Figueroa, he said last time that his hand wasn't 100 percent healed. He said so. He's looking to finish Moreno this time. So whether that was true or not, you know, whether it was a cop out or what, I don't know. But it was a dynamite fight. Is it going to go that same exact way? But the thing it never happens. Yeah. So I'm still expecting a great fight. The thing is, Moreno in that last fight. <clears throat> so I didn't watch like you know it live. I had to catch it through other means. However, I did watch it, and like the entire time, Moreno took shots the entire time. No, dude. 
chin up fucking steel. Like, took some big shots. But so did Figueredo. I no, mean, no, absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely. were... I, but I feel like Figueredo <clears throat> has way more power than Ryan. I, I can agree with that, I think. Okay, anyway. Uh, but then Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Really excited about that one. Now, unpopular. Well, not really unpopular. It's popular between all three. Nate Diaz should not sure. have gotten that fight. <clears throat> no, because you brought that up last time. Yep. Right? But it's it's them promoting these big fights. Now, it was released, I don't know if it was today or the other day, but I saw it today. It is confirmed that Nate Diaz will get a title shot if he wins. What? Yeah. If he beats Leon Edwards, who get Leon Edwards should have been going for a title, in my opinion. And wait, who would he fight with? Um, Volkanovski. Oh, uh, his fucking name. No, it's, uh, it's Walterweight. That's, uh... I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Fucking, I was like, oh, so picture his face. He would not walk out. Of, well, it's Nate Diaz, so he would walk out. But like a normal person that's like built like Nate Diaz and as old as he is would not walk out of the octagon. <clears throat> yeah, he'd get demolished. No, yeah, no, it'll be fun though, just because up in, you know for that yeah, fight, it'll just be a lot of trash talking. It'll be a lot of fun to watch that. Yeah, those press conferences, those interviews, yeah. and stuff like that. That'll be that'll be fun until we get into the octagon <laughs> and Nate Diaz gets murdered. Gets murdered like. Fucking Jorge Masvidal did. <laughs> God. Um, and then we got Maya versus Muhammad. Um, I think Muhammad is going to take that fight. Um, he, he is the favorite of the deal. Um, and then we got Hill eight and zero going up against Craig fourteen and four and one. Hill is the major favorite on that one as well. Um, so I mean, the main card thing is going to be really good. Um, our little fucking sweetheart um, Calderwood. Mm-hmm. You know, the real super innocent fucking Scottish. Scottish one that, you know, was like, hey, I'll fight ten more times and that's what it takes. Dude, she's still in the fucking prelims. It's like, dude, talk shit. Get your way on a main card. Calderwood, I love this girl, but she's not doing what she needs to do. She's a sweetheart. She's, she's so nice. She's so sweet. She's so <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's... Don't, don't yell at Calderwood. So that, that should be a super exciting one. Um, I'm excited. Um, and then Champions League. Um, Chelsea beat Man City 1-0. I don't know if you guys just won that last week or not. Yeah, sure. We didn't know. Okay. Um, so yeah, Chelsea beat Man City 1-0. I, I, mean, I wasn't necessarily surprised. A lot of I, people I, were I, surprised. I did, I did think Man City was going to take it. A lot of people thought Man City was going to take it good for Chelsea. Man. Yeah, dude. So you got to do it. Saw a dude that came in last, uh, this week or last week in a Chelsea jersey. I was like, hey, man, what about Chelsea? And he goes, Oh, man. He goes, I had no idea we were going to win. <laughs> That's the confidence. Um, and then a little part that you guys didn't know you cared about. Uh, Florida State versus Oklahoma. Women's College oh. World Series today. No, the Sooners top game, or took game three, 5-1, to win the whole series 2-1 to in the national championship. Oklahoma's so good at women's softball. They're, it's it's they're, nasty. Oklahoma is ten times what Alabama is in college football yeah. when it comes um, to softball. It's something in the corn. Yeah. They have the most organic corn <laughs> in the country, let alone maybe the world. And it. It's it, it, more. Yeah, dude, it gets them going. And half those chicks have dumb trails, even though yeah. they're slamming plants with each other. Yeah, no, no, no. Dude, they got dumpers. Yeah, you know, it's a dump truck, but it's like a solid dump truck. It's like, yo, what's up, girl? You pooping that butt? Book <laughs> with that butt or what? Um, Alright, and then uh, NHL. Dirty 30. The, the NHL draft lottery. 
Uh, Buffalo Sabres got the number one pick. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> Seattle Kraken got number two. The Anaheim Ducks, number three. We needed that. Uh, NFL draft will be held virtually. Trash. Stop Over saying it. NFL. I say NFL? Yeah. Oh, my bad. NHL draft. Times. When you said NFL draft, I, I was about to Again? flip the table. Like the first time you said it. I was about to flip the table because I was like, this is new news, and I felt like this would have been everywhere. Sorry, guys. It's the antibiotics. <laughs> um, NHL draft to be held virtually. Trash. Over two days. Uh, round one is going to take place on Friday, July 23rd. And then the other rounds, 2 through 7, will be on Saturday, July 24th. Um, I don't know. We'll be watching that. I will have no idea who's getting drafted. Yeah, that is fair. That's even fair for me. Yeah, that's true. We should get in college hockey. It's going to be some random on TV. It's going to be some college hockey dudes. It's going to be some random dudes from Canada. Some random dudes from Russia. There we go. At least we're not beef. First. That's all I know. <laughs> that should be the only requirement. <laughs> that it, honestly. Um, and then I'm about to get into the bracket right now. I figured we go over it because we're already going over the Islanders and Bruins. But fun fact: Do you guys know how many teams are in the NHL that have a name that doesn't end with S? Uh, one for sure. The Seattle Kraken. That'll be next year, though. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, yes. Cancel that one. Say three. I'm gonna say Avalanche. So there's three, not including Kraken yet. So there's three, and all three made it to the playoffs. Avalanche, Wild, and the Lightning. Ah, okay. So that was just a little fun fact. I, just, I, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, so just getting into the bracket. We were talking about the Islanders and Bruins, like we said. We said last time, too, the Capitals just were so much faster. It's so much more dominant than the Bruins, but the Bruins kept pulling off the wins. Yeah. And I felt like the Islanders were able to capitalize on that. Well, the thing they with the, switch that up. And well, the thing the is, defense. the thing is, Islanders are one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah, they're so it's like, hey, and that was Bruins, you can thing. fight back. However, we have right now probably the best goalie in the playoffs. Yes, as well as the best defenseman in the playoffs. <coughs> um, between him and the, the Golden Knights and the Avalanche, I think are the three best um, goalies. Yeah, and I think the Islanders in the playoffs so far have been performing as the best one. Yeah, sure. can we talk uh, about the Golden Knights? Varlamov. Can we talk about the Golden They're so streaky, it's ridiculous. They're about to win the series. I was about to go into that one right now. They're about to win the fucking series. They're about to win the series when we thought that they were absolutely dead in the water. Get embarrassed games one and two. (laughs) So, obviously, right, if Avalanche don't win this next game, obviously, right, right, because the series is over. But, dude, like, they they need to stop the momentum. I mean, like, they're going on a, you know how hard it is to be down 2-0, or to be up 2-0, and then have the other team go on a three-win streak. Now you're down 3-2. You have to try and stop that momentum. And if they do it, then they have a chance because then they're going back to Colorado for game seven and they get to try and beat them at home. But they have to go on the road to stop a fucking red-hot team. Like yeah, Vegas yeah. at home has been that T-Mobile's been rocking when they play. Oh, my Lord, dude. Avalanche crumbled to the Stars last year in the second round. And now... They're about to crumble to the Knights in the second round. I hope it doesn't happen. Amanda, four years ago when it became a team, said, you know, Vegas is going to be your second team now since it's a bad team. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> and so when we found out we were going to play each other, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And then game one was 7-1. I was like, ah, you're fucked. <laughs> and then this one, the second game, I was like, you're fucked. And then they just kept going and going and going. And I was like, fuck, dude, dude, God damn it. Um, 
more on fire. Let's talk about those Canadians. Jeez. I mean, they obliterated the Jets. Swept. In yeah. every single fashion of a hockey game. Like, I tuned in for, like, the very first two games, like, in the <coughs> towards the, the, the intel. It was, like, you know, like, they played late at night, and I watched, you know, the Bruins Islanders or whoever else was playing, like, early in the day when they started, like, 3 4. Yeah. Like, before turn that game. And, like, that game would come on, so I'm like, alright, cool, like, another hockey game, I'll watch it. And, because I'm not really excited, Canadian teams, I don't know, man, I'm just losing, losing any love that I have for Canada. I don't know why. That's you guys. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They need to be meaner and fuck the French. You know, that's the, okay. Uh, no, that's, no, no, no. Not okay. Not your last name, not where you came from, not your heritage slogan, but like fuck the French people right now. They're just assholes. That's fair. Yeah. I always find it funny that we. <laughs> your last name is French, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I knew. I knew. <laughs> I've always found it funny that as a country, the United States, we just kind of see Canada as like a little brother. I, I'm sure they hate that. They're like, fuck yes. you guys. We don't care about you. Yeah. Like, we're not your little bro. But every time, like, in the Olympics, like, Canada does well, I'm like, ah, good for them. Yeah. Any other country, I'm like, I don't care. But Canada, yeah. I'm like, the U.S. can't win. I want Canada yeah. to win. You go, Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, they probably fucking hate us for that. Like, <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, just clean sweep. I mean, and they were down 3-0 to the Maple Leafs. So, technically, they've won, they've won seven games in, in a row. row. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's ridiculous. Or no, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. They were down three, three one. Yeah, the Maple Leafs. and then yeah, seven yeah so they won row. seven games in a row. Canadians are hot right now. So, and who Dangerous. do they play against? The Avalanche or the Knights? Or the Knights? I still think the Knights or the Avalanche ruin them. Yeah. But it, right now, it's looking up to be like this could be an interesting series. It's, it's I think it'll go game six either way. Yeah, I think I whoever, whoever they play, I think I can see that. Game I can six. see that because if you look at it right now, like the Canadians, they had to play the Maple Leafs so many times. The Maple Leafs still came out on top. You know. Then in the playoffs, they're probably the best team in the division. Yep. Win three straight on them to take the take the division, you know, or whatever, take the series. Mm-hmm. And then they go over and play the number three seed, uh, the Jets, who honestly aren't really a good hockey team, but neither were the Canadians. Yeah. But they made the Jets look absolutely embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. And the Maple Leafs were the only one seed that was a dominant one seed. Yeah. yeah. All the other ones came down to one game difference. Between, yeah, between the other two, all three of the divisions, it was a one game difference with the Avalanche literally deciding on the final game of the West season. Yeah, they like tied or something, and like it came out of and it came out of a tiebreaker, and that's how the Avalanche took first. So the Maple Leafs only one having a dominant fashion, and they lost to the Canadians on the three zero run, and then they swept. So seven games. I mean, whoever whoever they play, if they play the Golden Knights. That's gonna be interesting because that's gonna be four games in a row. Versus seven games in a row. Yeah. So just both going in there with fucking hot momentum. Yeah, it but see that's the thing. The Avalanche are so fast. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, so they the are Avalanche fast. are the fastest in my eyes. They, they, come McKinnon, out with a, they come out with a circus act. McKinnon has so such fucking fast skate speed. So oh it's my like, god. Um, and then the, I mean, the Lightning and the Canes. It's a now, decent yeah, series. Yeah, that was just more of a blowout. Well, I am surprised about I, with the, know, whole like, the thing with Carolina though is like they fought in every game. <coughs> defending champs, you know, it, it, maybe they're a little rusty in the they first put round. Up, yeah, but like because but yeah, uh, you're going up against a dominant team, and the Kane, um, I forgot the player's name, um, but even he was like, hey, you know, it's hard playing a team that's eighteen million dollars over cap. And or eighteen million. So cap. I looked it up, and the reason why is because Kucherov, one of their star players. Um, was injured all year, 
so they were able to put him on injured reserve. Uh, oh, once it got into the playoffs, he was, able to, he was able to come back and have it not affect the salary cap. Damn. See, so salary that's, caps that's are bullshit. so fucked in yeah. sports. And like the Canes guy, he was even saying, he goes, he goes, I'm not complaining. He goes, it's happened before in history. He goes, but he goes, dude, that's such a team stack. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. He goes, it was, it was just stacked. But like I said, I said, I think the Canes are going to beat the Preds. It's like, I think the Lightning are going to beat the shit out of the Canes. That's exactly what happened. I'm surprised. There's only been two game sevens. Yeah. Out of 11 series so far. In the second round? No. The, in the all, whole yeah, all There's been 11 series so far. But, like, to me, the playoffs have been so much better than that. Yes. Like, each game has it's been, been amazing. By a goal. By a goal. By a goal. And they just keep leaning towards one team. Even yeah. the Islanders' blowouts against the Bruins. No offense. However, those games were so good. Because, like, the Bruins are a really good team. Like, no doubt, like, the Bruins, it could have switched, it could have flip-flopped. That was an electric series. In a, in a, yes. flip, in a flip of a coin, you know what I mean? Like, it could have been the Bruins 5-3, yeah. and the Game 7 was the Bruins 6-2. It could have flip-flopped either way. Those teams were so evenly matched, it just happened to be like that. And even with the Bruins and the Capitals, when this first started, I, I, yes. I mean, we all said, all over time that was our favorite series. series. Yes, that was easy. absolutely. And then even though it's 4-1, those were still five. Those five games were all action pack games. I think there was one that was a blowout, but that was it. And then the same thing with the Islanders. I mean, same thing with Tampa Bay and Carolina. Super close games. Uh, Nashville and Carolina. Nashville started coming back. I mean, yeah. all super close games. It's been a lot of fun playoff yeah. games. All right, what else you got? Um, and then we're going into basketball, obviously. LeBron James will be going jersey number six following the Space Jam. I saw I saw it. So um, Devin Booker now has the last game-worn Jersey, that's sick. That is sick. Yeah. He'll probably hang on to it for the rest of his life. Oh, easily. Oh, for easily. Sure. Yeah, that's going. Unless whenever, he shatters his patella and never plays again, and he's homeless, and he has to solve it. Nah, that's, he's, that's, he's, that's, dating, he's dating a Jenner. He's fine. Gosh, what? Wait, he is? Kendall. Is he? Yeah. Oh, she's not tagging anymore? Uh, that was Kylie. Oh, that was Kylie? Uh, no, Kendall uh, was with Ben Simmons. She's not with Ben Simmons anymore. Probably because he's not a shooter. Yeah. Sub, dude. Shooter, shoot! <laughs> Booker broken it, baby. <laughs> She's like, oh, Ben Simmons, you don't score 70 in a game. <coughs> Devin Booker has. And Booker fucks. <laughs> right? <clears throat> um, but yeah, and then, I mean, I was just kind of just going to dive into the bracket over here, too. Yep. I mean, with basketball, I feel like there's a lot more blowouts. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple game sixes. Everything else has been game fives. A sweep. I mean, all no, it's honestly been the, East, all, all, the East was pretty bad. Yeah, all. I mean, a lot of them were kind of close games, you know, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned the Lakers and Suns already. I was surprised the Clippers got game seven. And I'm surprised they won that game. Yeah. That I was it. happy to see the fucking Mavericks fans chanting playoff P. Whenever he was shooting free throws. Yeah. And like I, game yeah. six or whatever it was. It, yeah. I love that after the game, uh, Paul George tried to give Luke his jersey and Luke said, no thanks. Uh, it was on the court. I imagine it was because of COVID restrictions. He was like, no, we can't exchange jerseys. They asked him about it in his press conference afterwards. And he was like, no, I had him send me the jersey afterwards. So he didn't do it on the court. And I was like, I wish he wouldn't have said that. Because I love the moment of Paul George taking his jersey off and going to give it to Luca. And Luca's like, no, it's okay. So did you, <laughs> did you guys see the part of my take thing on it? No. So they said they think it's because he's fat. They said, oh. they said Luca's a chubby guy. We oh, he didn't want to take his jersey yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, they're like, we don't think he want to take it off. Don't like Jokic. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're like, we don't think he was uh, summer bod ready. You know, they're like, he seems like a like a shirt by the pool.
cool guys. Yeah. So my thing, yes. my thing, my thing about that is like, I could, yeah, because <coughs> does have like some chubby cheeks. Yeah, he's he's not yeah. skinny. Yeah, absolutely. But when when you're as good as that, I you wouldn't. Don't I would care. I wouldn't care. However, if he's self conscious, that that's on him. Everyone is self conscious for something. Know, I was say, yeah. Everyone, you know, like like dude, Jonah Hill. I love Jonah Hill. And it just came out the other day that he took off his shirt and went swimming for the first time in his entire life. He's like 30-something years old. Yeah. yeah. No, no. And you can be self-conscious about anything. You can be self-conscious about the way you walk. You know what I mean? So if that's, if that's your prerogative, that's your prerogative. You know, I, I'm i not going to make fun of you for that. But I, I think I did see it. I didn't watch the episode, but I saw it like on Instagram. Like, yeah. is Luke that's up, where is I Luke saw too it, fat yeah. or yeah. whatever? <laughs> But I, I agree with Logan. I, I was just, I was really hoping that it was just going to be, no, no thanks. And then if the announcer asked about it, uh, Luke would have like, just no gone. Luke like, no, nah, I just, I don't, I don't need, I don't need extra jerseys in my house. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want his jersey. Yeah. I only take jerseys I want. <laughs> yeah, no, but I wish, I need, I want Luca to get an actual sidekick. Yeah. Kristaps is not it. I saw that he was mad. After the series, because yeah, after he didn't get, he was like, oh, I didn't get used as much as I was promised, and this and that, and I'm like, he should stop complaining because he's not good at basketball, and he's getting paid like he's real good at basketball. I don't think he's bad at basketball. I, when I watch, I don't him, think he's real good though. When I watch him take a rebound, get a steal, and he's seven foot three, and he goes in transition in a one on one with a guard, and he pulls up from deep and bricks the fuck out of it. Yeah, like, yeah like, no, no, no. I'm like, what the fuck are you on the <laughs> Yeah, I, I just want him, if he would play that role, it just sucks how much he's getting paid. Because he should be getting paid to play the role he's getting paid, and then the Mavericks could go get another player. I'd be really sad. Right. But that's not going to happen. I'm waiting for them to get Luka someone that he will really thrive with. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully it's coming. All right. Um, but no, I mean, other than that, you know, it's, uh, Suns are up 2-0 against the Nuggets. Yeah, they, the Nuggets have no chance. Suns are already <laughs> So I thought that that was going to be a lot better series, but then I started thinking about it myself, you know? Because, like, I think the reason why the Suns took advantage of the Lakers as much as they did, and, you know, obviously in our last podcast, like, they just found, like, no way this should be happening. But then, like, earlier this week, I just kind of got to thinking about it, just getting prepared for this episode. And because I knew you were going to bring up basketball and stuff like that, so I started thinking about it just at work and just, like, on my own time and, you know, driving. You know, driving is just best time to think to yourself. Yes. Um, but I started thinking about it and it was just like, okay, so the Suns have DeAndre Ayton, who's going to be an all-star center, mm-hmm. who's playing who's playing amazing basketball in the Clippers. Yes. Right? He's going to go up against Nikolai Jokic, the MVP. Yes. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I'm sure you mentioned that. I, I, I did. Okay, yeah. so so for those of you that don't yeah. know, Nikolai, Nikolai Jokic, one MVP, good for him. He played out of his mind the entire season. He played out of his mind against the Lakers. Yeah. Or not no, against the no, Lakers, but. Trazer, yeah. yeah. The Blazers. Trazers. <laughs> Trailblazers. Blazers. Laser. Trazer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the Suns have DeAndre Ayton to go up against that. The Lakers, I mean, Anthony Davis doesn't really fill that role. Anthony Davis, to me, like, don't get me wrong, Anthony Davis is an amazing scorer, but to me, when I look at Anthony Davis, to me, it looks like he wants to score more. Whereas DeAndre Ayton doesn't really care. If you look at DeAndre Ayton's stats, it's like it's like eight for ten. He's always in the paint. Like Anthony Davis is out on the wing and stuff like that. Yeah. So Nicola, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but DeAndre Ayton, then you have Chris Paul, an amazing point guard. The Lakers didn't have that. Yes. We had Dennis Schroeder, who's decent, 
Don't get me wrong. I like Dennis Schroeder. Damn it, I do think he didn't pay too much, just like last episode. Not good enough to guard Chris Paul. Then you have Devin Booker at shooting guard. The Lakers have no defense for that. Yeah. No defense for that. Neither do the Nuggets. I think it comes down to backcourt play. If Jamal Murray was in and he wasn't hurt, oh, the it'd be a completely would, different series. series would be so much better. It'd be, it, no, yeah. Every single game would be electric. Yeah, but with him out, it's just not a uh, Jamal Murray had quickly turned into one of my favorite players. Yeah. Fortunately, he got hurt. But he, because when he goes off, he goes off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. I don't ran. I don't know what that accomplished. No, but then uh, Jazz up 1-0 against the Clippers. They played tonight. Sixers in Atlanta tied 1-1. That's a good series. And then Nets in Milwaukee. Uh, they're playing right now. Nets are up 2-0. And uh, I think they're 45. Yeah, Bucks are up Bucks right are now. Bucks are up 45-42 at half. Yes. Yeah, but they were up about 22-9 to to start the game. So, oh, shit. The Bucks were? Yeah. Yeah, see? And it's just like... The Nets are just like... It's still no Harden. So, yeah. Like... It's what it's what team do you think has the best chance to beat the Nets? Um, no one in the East. In the East? No, in no, the, no, West. Because I think East, East is going to... I mean, the Mets are going to the finals. Yeah. Um, probably uh, probably the Suns, yeah. Yeah. Give me the one seeds. Or no. Yeah. No. Something I don't think Jazz. Yeah, something two. No, yeah, sorry, yeah, give me, give me a sense. Kevin Durant, Joe Ingles, I imagine they get fucking burned all day. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. you gotta, you gotta take Phoenix to win the West, too, because I don't the see experience. anyone in the West. But okay, so, okay, who do you think is the best player under 25 years old uh, Luka. right now? Luka Doncic. Luka. I'm gonna go Donald Mitchell. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> Hear me out. He's the only player other than LeBron and Kevin Durant score 45 points in multiple playoff games. I mean, okay. okay. I'm, I, mean, I get it. He goes off and he gets Yeah, he's in the not in the game. Don't get me wrong. If, if Luke is not in the game. The Mavericks don't win. The Mavericks get blown out. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think I'm interested about If I'm score. starting off a team, I'm taking Donovan Mitchell over Luka Doncic. Interesting. Because, and here's my reason why. Luka Doncic doesn't play defense. Okay. Um, he's a very standstill kind of guy, except for when he gets the ball. Okay. When he gets the ball, and he, he don't get me wrong, he moves around when he gets the ball. And whether or not it's a setback three or a complete drive to the bucket, that works. Donovan Mitchell runs around, finds finds his teammates. You know what I mean? I just I feel like Donovan Mitchell is more of a complete player than Luka Doncic. Oh. And, and hey, 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 that's just that's that's my opinion. Watching games from both teams. I'd rather have Spider Man than who would be your top three of under twenty five. Yeah, kill Phoenix. Donovan Mitchell, Luka Doncic. The third one is super in the air um, right now. I would probably choose Trey Young. I think he's the best young point guard in the game. Um, he completely facilitates the offense. If I have Trey Young on point and I have Donovan Mitchell at the two, and then I can have Luka at the three, I think that's a pretty solid team. It's pretty easy. Uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Taco Fall. Uh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I forget about Jason Tatum. I was going to say I Jason would, Tatum. Hey, hey. I, I, would, I like Devin Booker. I would switch I, I out. Would I would switch out Luka Doncic with Jason Tatum. Interesting. I would. Watching Jason so, so Tatum play. Luka's fourth best. Watching Jason Tatum play, like, and Logan, I know, he watches way more basketball than I do. And, but just me watching Jason Tatum. I feel like Jason Tatum 
is more of a team player than Luca. Don't get me wrong, Luca's an amazing talent, and he's going to stay in the league forever. And there's no doubt in my mind that he has an absolute chance to win MVP one year. Don't oh, yeah. Wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I think Jason Tatum has a more of a chance to yeah, Jason, Jason has a better all-around game. He rebounds better. He, he rebounds plays better. better. He moves around all the time. Yeah, he he has a more consistent shot. I feel like. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I like Jason Tatum just in these playoffs dropping fifty multiple times. Yeah. Like I'd rather have Jason Tatum in the playoffs than Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, don't get me wrong, played amazing in these playoffs. But if I'm in the playoffs right now and I have three players under twenty five years old, I'd like Trey Young. I'd like Donovan Mitchell. And I like Jason Tate. Okay. What about you? What are your three? Uh, Devin Booker, Luca, and Jason. So you have Devin Booker running the point. Not that he couldn't. Not well, that he couldn't. I I don't. Oh, you don't you don't play like that. I understand. But yeah. you, have, you have two. So you have two small boards in there. Who would you put at the four if you had to have time? For? Well, I, I thought we were just picking top three. I didn't know we were like building a team. That's fair. <laughs> <coughs> if we were building a team, Trey Young at point, Devin Booker at the two, Jason uh, Luke at the three, Jason at the four, Zion at the five, mm, eight at five. Oh, so well, let's just be real, right? I don't know who's under twenty. <laughs> no, man, no, pick who you like. There's, no, there's, no, a, no, there's, no, a, there's no, too many there's, players. There's no, so I, I didn't know who's under twenty five. So you asked me, Lucas and Luca, and I went, uh, yeah, Luca. Luca looks um, like he's forty though. So I don't know. I like. I don't. I know. Pick, pick some young guys <clears> that you like that you that you think are. I like Jason Tatum. Okay. Devin Booker. He got injured. I like Lamelo Ball. I like Lamelo too. I don't think he's established himself yet. Yeah, he's in the first year. Himself, yeah. Um, but I like. I, I, I would. I would still probably throw Luca. Okay. Perfect. All right. What else you got for us? Um. No. That that wraps it up for. It's the uh, longest sports yeah, news. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was that was single-handedly the longest sports news we know we cared about. But that's we started branching off. We started getting crazy, and I apologize, Blake. But I started asking questions. We're talking about so much. Yeah. Okay, so, so we got our three topics, guys. Right? Are we ready? Mm-hmm. All right. I will go ahead and go first. Go for it. Okay. Watch the timer. Yep. Fuck every time. I know. I, I time mine, and mine comes down to about three seconds every time. <laughs> I have to talk fast. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of content. Whatever. Okay, I'm ready. Go ahead. <laughs> So, my, for those of you who don't know, Memorial Tournament, one, arguably fifth, maybe the sixth major in golf, man, it's huge, uh, everyone loves it, just because Jack Nicholas's place, um, it's his golf course, so everyone loves to play there, every every tour player wants to play there, um, John Rahm won it last year, so he came in, um, came in hot, man, came in fucking hot, after three rounds he was up by six, ended up finding out that he tested positive for COVID at the end of his third round. And so he was uh, disqualified. He left the tournament. Um, at first, you know, I wanted to bash on these PGA Tour officials. And I'll get to that because I do have a bash on them. But then I started reading. I, you know, I did my research. And I figured out that John Rom's at fault. He's the one who's at fault. John Rom made a bad business decision. He lives in Arizona. They opened up eligibility to all adults for vaccination on March 24th. I said it last episode as well. I don't care if you don't get vaccinated. You know, that's that's not, I don't care. It's not my business, you know what I mean? I got vaccinated. I don't care if you do. That's not any of my concern, right? However, if he had not withdrawn, and a six-shot lead, let's go over that again, six-shot lead, he stood a strong chance of leaving Murfield Village Golf Club with a, a trophy, and $1.675 million. Yeah. 
So you could sit there and say, not getting vaccinated costs you 1.6 mil, right? That is, it's crazy to think about that, right? Now, the other argument that I saw came up was, oh, well, PGA Tour players are too busy and they're scheduled to get vaccinated. What? That was fucking debunked because the tour offers vaccinations on Fridays to players missing the cut and Sundays after the rounds. If you want it, you can get it. You know, in the last round, you know, or whatever last tournament you played in, you could have gotten it. Could have gotten it. You can get it in every tournament that you play in because they offer it. Um, then the question came up, why can't Rom play, uh, play the final round by himself? This is where I kind of was like, oh, the PGA Tour officials maybe didn't make that big of a mistake because it finally hit me. So, because that's why, I, that's what I was, that's why that was my topic. Was why can't he just play by himself in his caddy? Yeah. Well, think about it. That is a completely unfair advantage to the rest of the players. If the rest of the players were able to just play with their caddy and them, that's what they would choose. I don't want to play with anyone else, man. Yeah. Like, I play my best golf when I'm just with the guy that knows me and nobody else. Yeah. Nobody else is around me, right? And plus, they would have that would have looked really fucking bad on every single you know tournament where someone tested negative or positive. You know what I mean? So now I'm going to get in and get into why the PGA Tour officials should be at fault. So Andy Levinson, the Tour Senior Vice President of Tournament Administration, said that a percentage of Tour players fully vaccinated is north of 50%. That's pretty decent, right? However, Rom had tested negative every day, but his most recent test, which was performed after the conclusion of his second round, and before the start of his third round, came back negative. So they told Don Rom after the third round that he had tested positive. So what happened there? In that day. And it was during the same day because of his fat rain delay on Thursday and stuff. So they had to, or Friday, so they had to finish the second round and third round in one day. And it was a, it was a mess. Don't get me wrong. But no matter what, every single player gets a pause between their rounds, no matter what it is. Maybe it's an hour or two hours yeah. to recoup, you know, get something to eat and just, you know, get ready for their next round. So if they found out in the same day, but it was after his second round, before his third round, why the hell was he allowed to play his third round anyway? That's what's so blowing to me. Because yeah. if I was John Rahm, it's like, dude, I have a six-shot lead, and you guys tell me now, and you guys knew four hours ago? Yeah. Like, even if I was on the course, on, on like, the fucking 15th hole, I'd rather you guys come up to me t- and tell me then. One, because the PGA Tour officials allowed him to play with another group of players who were Patrick Cantlay, Cormar, uh, Colin Morikawa, and Scotty Scheffler. Those three played in the final two groups on Sunday because that group was just dominant all fucking weekend. And Patrick Cantlay ended up winning. So it's like I played with these guys. One of them won. Like, what is happening here? Like, what's going on? So my question to you guys is, where's your stance on it? So my, yeah, that was kind of my question too because I had read up on it as well and it was – it was the same exact thing. It was like, okay, well, they're getting tested like every single day before they go. And like the results are supposed to come back right then. You get approved and it's like, okay, go out and play. So how, yeah, why was it that all of a sudden now it was like what? Like, 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 what, was, what happened? What happened in that day? Like what happened in that time? So apparently I also read that the, that the PGA Tour official or whatever was like, oh, uh, I want 
I want another sample, like another test done, on the very first sample that we took. So they ran that sample and got it back within like an hour. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, that was positive too. It's like it's it's fishy. It's like yeah. what the hell? What the hell's going on here? Where he took a test. He has to take a test every day. So right? they were like multiple false negatives. He, so so beforehand, it came in to the PG tour officials' knowledge that he had come into contact with someone with COVID nineteen. So they had to go through tracing protocol or whatever, where they monitored him. He wasn't allowed to into certain buildings, um, and he had to get tested every day, which is fair. And they they told they told John Rom, hey, you can play in our tournament. You have to follow these protocols, though. Um, the the fact of the matter is, though, that the PGA Tour officials found out he tested positive and let him play with these other players. I understand why they didn't. And at first, that made me mad. Like, oh, he tested positive. Like, COVID-19, it's not even a fucking big deal anymore, really. Like, we really think about it in the big picture. It's not as big of a deal yeah. as, as, as it is anymore. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what kind of got me heated. It was like, this is, like, are you guys, like, what happened? What is going on? Yeah. And, like, honestly, not enough people are talking about it. And the fact that you would think that, unfortunately, it would have been where he sabotaged everybody else. Because he's playing. Right. And yeah, that, no, that's exactly. The, and that's Everyone not, else That's not on John Rom. No. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, he came back after his third round and was like, hey, you tested positive. If I was John Rom, you know, I would have put my mask on and went up to a fucking reporter and was like, hey, you know what? Like, the PGA Tour literally let me pretty much infect <laughs> Anybody on here? Like, technically, that means they came into contact. I, I was yeah. close with. If I touched hands with the fan, I was walking by a hole, gave him a high five because that's what you know. That's yeah. a player, a lot of players do is like give him a high five yeah. as they're walking to the next hole. Like, and just the players, like I, PGA Tour players, talk to each other when they play. That you know what I mean? Like it blows my mind that the PGA Tour officials would do this. However, it also blows my mind that John Rahm would do this because he's also he knew that he had come in contact with someone. And that's the whole thing. That's how it was found out. Was John Rahm was like, you know, they give you a questionnaire when you yeah. come in. Yeah. And have you been in contact? Yes. What do you mean? What yes. Are you, what are you doing here? Yeah. What are you fucking doing here? I understand <clears throat> that he won last year and he wants to defend his title. So I get that. But like, you should have. Ooh, ooh, so my, my question, my question would still be, how come he couldn't finish it? Not even by himself with everybody else. You let him do it on round three, four. Yeah, just dis- yeah. just distance. Well, okay, cool. Stay it's 10 hard. That way, Boy, I mean, it's hard. It's hard because then they would have to have. That's it. so. That's what it, uh, another point I got into that it didn't meet uh, was competitive equity. Sending Rom out um, with alone or with everyone would put a dis would would create animosity for anybody else that had tested positive and had to withdraw. Okay, you know what I mean. So, so like he's like, hey, why don't I let me let me finish? So like, like okay, will you finish whether alone or or with your group? If your group's okay with it, then other players who had tested positive in the past but didn't get to get in. that that didn't get to play, they would have been like, hey, man, that's fair. Like I have a good of a shot as anyone to win this tournament, and I didn't get to play. Yeah, you know, even though I didn't get to play one round, like who knows? I could have shot a fifty nine in round one. Yeah, you know what I mean, because it happens. You know what I mean, though. So that's, that's I, I don't that's blame fair. Fair. that. Because I've, I've kind of gotten over the fact that why can't John Rom play the final round? Regardless, I'm just mad at one John Rom because um, the state of Arizona allows him to get vaccinated. 
by March 24th, PGA Tour allows it every single, you know, event. And then I'm also mad at the PGA Tour officials for allowing him to play that third round because that's what that's what the problem is. If they would have told him right at the round end of round two, I'm pretty sure he was leading at the round end of round two too. Yeah. But not everyone would have been freaking out because he didn't have a six shot lead at the end of round two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't dominant. It was it was round three that he absolutely dominated. He got a four and one in their third round. And that, that's I would say that's my biggest takeaway from it is that the fish, the officials let him play a whole right. whole round with them knowing that he was positive. Right. Yeah, it just seems like, kind of oh, ridiculous. We, just, we don't want to tell him yet. But like, hey, maybe we'll let him sabotage his third round. You know, maybe they're hoping yeah. that he just shot a fucking eight. Yeah, maybe that would, you know, yeah. that would be like, the cut. They're like, oh, fuck. Goes from oh, the lead to God, missing the cut, and they were like, whoa, we didn't even have to say anything. Yeah. It's great. Well, maybe right. they try to play that out, and they're like, oh, this fucking backfire. Maybe he shot, maybe he shot a 102 today. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> maybe the COVID kicks in, and he starts <laughs> feeling like shit, and he just shanks everything. Right. But, I mean,. Other than that, yeah, it's just a shit situation all around. Yeah, I also don't understand the argument of like, oh, they don't really have enough time to get vaccinated. It takes like, what, 30 no, seconds? No, no, as soon as I read that, I was like, hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong, like, if you get a vaccine, everyone, don't get the Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. That causes Caesar. And blood clots. J&J. And yeah, so it, it's a mess. Um. But, like, if you get the Moderna or the Pfizer, you have to wait 30 days afterwards for, after the first dose. However, what, if you're a PGA Tour player, that's not a problem because you could be like, oh, I played in this tournament, you know, 35 days ago. Yeah. I'm at this new tournament. I just need my second dose. And they're like, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. And, and like, obviously, John Allen was asymptomatic, so he didn't know. He, like, he didn't feel like shit. And so, like, it, I feel like it's it's hard to go either way. Um, I, it is easier for me to, to blame the PGA Tour officials, but it's also easy for me to Jane, uh, blame John Rahm. Yeah. And one, because I hate John Rahm. Of course. I, I hate him. Um, but, I mean, it's shitty for him. Don't get me wrong, John Rahm. That is super shitty for you. But also, it's just like, you came into contact, and you knew it, you admitted it, and continued to go, yeah, I want to play in this tournament. Like you're you you were already systematically knew you were putting other lives at risk. You know there was a chance. Yeah, yeah it's equal. It, I find it equal fault. It's his yeah. fault for coming into contact, knowing he came into contact with somebody, and then being like, "I'll still try it though." And it's also on the PGA for saying like, "Yeah, he tested positive, but let's." I mean, I don't just give it another day for letting him play because he's such a big name. I know that, and he was really, performing so well. Yeah, yeah, and that shouldn't be a driving factor if you're such a big name. But when you're in the He's like number two or three in the official world golf tournament. So, like, it's like, you know, the PGA Tour officials are kind of fucking wanting this guy in his tournament. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and he gets a chance to defend his title. Maybe right. Maybe. He gets to defend his title. Like, so, like, uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. But either way, I'm mad at John Rahm more than I was before. And I'm always mad at John Rahm. And I'm mad at the PGA Tour officials. I agree. No, that's fair. Absolutely. All right. Who's going next? I go. All right, so my topic is about the Julio Jones trade. Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I have a couple things that I'd like to say about it, and then I think we can just discuss it as a whole. Uh, I'm not even starting my timer because it's going to take me about 30 seconds. So a couple things, in my opinion. I think one of them is just a fact, and the other two are kind of up for debate. Uh, If A.J. Brown and Julio Jones both stay healthy, I think they are the best wide receiver duo in the NFL this year. Uh, Not probably. 
Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL. <coughs> and the Titans still won't have the best offense in the league. Uh, I would prefer to see a different team make this trade because I think the Titans did not need another wide receiver. They needed significant help on defense. And I think that I would have loved to see Julio go to Baltimore. Let's discuss. I'm disgusted. I am disgusted. I, I know am you're absolutely right. disgusted. I figured you would be. That you said Baltimore. I was really hoping you said someone else. But that was the last team I saw coming out of your dirty fucking mouth. <laughs> dirty little whore. I, Baltimore? Yeah. Julio would have absolutely been diminished as a wide receiver. We would have forgotten who he was so, after two years of him being in Baltimore. My thing is that I know you hate Lamar Jackson. I know you hate him. He's I, not a good passer. I want to see him have a wide receiver one, and I want to see what he can do with it. Oh, before, um, before I shut everything down about Lamar, he's won an MVP. I know it was mainly with his legs. I understand that. But I want to see what he can do with an actual wide receiver threat and what that offense would look like if you have to respect the pass. Because, I, yeah, he's a little inaccurate, but I think that Julio kind of makes up for a little bit of that. And also Julio can get open enough that Lamar doesn't need to like fit it in tight windows all the time. And you give him that, you still have Hollywood as a deep threat. They drafted a good wide receiver core. I think it would have been very fun to see. And then, if Lamar still has a shit passing year, then you can shut down anything about him being a good quarterback, and you can say, yes, he's great with his legs, but he's not a good quarterback. I'm not willing to say that until I see him have an opportunity to throw to somebody that's really, really good, and then he can't do it. Because even in college... When he was at Louisville, they led the country in drop percentage. So I've never seen him throw to a good wide receiver core and see what he can do. Let me let me rebuttal that <laughs> real quick before Kyle turns on his thoughts. Um, look at Atlanta right now and how Julio performed last season. He, has, he had the least amount of receptions, uh, least amount of yards, mm-hmm. least amount of touchdowns in his career. He played nine games. He played nine games. Absolutely, he got hurt. One injury would concern me, and this is why it, in Baltimore. This is why in Baltimore. This is why in Baltimore, because they will double team him every single time. Because I mean, not every single time, because you have to worry about Lamar and stuff like that. I get that, but like on passing plays, like you know it's passing play. Why not just double Julio? And then like if Lamar beats you, because you have a safety and a corner on on Julio, you take that. But nobody, no team is going to go in there and make oh Lamar can throw the ball sixty five yards. Let's just single team Julio because yeah, that's a bad decision. Then that's fair. And so if you're double teaming the wide receiver all the time, I feel like that's it's going to injure someone and it could be the wide receiver. If it's not the quarterback, it's gonna be the wide receiver. So but if they're double teaming Julio, I don't know the injury aspect of it, but if they're double teaming Julio as far as an offensive standpoint, they still have now a more respectable wide receiver core than they had last year and the year before. And also he overthrows Hollywood Brown. One of the best wide receivers in the game. That's fair, but I want to see him with Julio running not just deep balls because that's all Hollywood can run. He can't. He, he throws it. He throws it. He dumps it sometimes. <clears throat> I, well, I know, but I want the middle. Sometimes. But I want to see him have opportunity to actually show that he's a good passer. Like Julio runs intermediate routes. It's not just a screen pass or a touchdown. Yeah, that's he, it. I want to see. It's like it's like twelve yard posts. Yeah, if like he, it, and posts. if Lamar can hit those, and the offense can move down the field, and then they can mix in running pass. I just would like to see it. That's why I want to see. I want to see Lamar get a wide receiver one. That's what I, I want to see. Okay, I agree <coughs> that he should get a wide receiver one. I just don't think it should be a complete veteran like Julio Jones. 
I think that Baltimore at least should have been more involved in this trade, especially seeing what, what Tennessee had to were. give up. I'm surprised they weren't if that if that yeah. a little bit better. So I will say I'm in the same boat with uh, Logan. Um, with Mark Andrews, we got <laughs> we got Marquise Brown, and they did pick up Sammy Watkins. I and think throwing in Julio Jones, and they drafted Rashad Bateman, and and Tyler Wallace. They drafted two big receivers. I think that. Logan's right though, because again, me and him, doing all they me can. and him have defended Lamar Jackson. I know to the fucking I, team. I'm only defending because he hasn't had an opportunity to prove me wrong. And we agree. We, He's had every. He is a running quarterback. There's no doubt about it. But we, I, we don't think he's as bad of a quarterback as you say. Towards been proven yet. Yeah. Right. For yeah, everybody can throw overthrow a pass. Right. Like it happens. But. The he does it excessively. Picking up Julio Jones, he would have had a good. Who was his tight end? Mark Andrews. Yeah, but how do you overthrow a big target okay, like Mark, that by ten yards? To be fair, Mark Andrews also set like the Ravens' record for most tight or most touchdowns by a tight end with Lamar throwing him the ball. Right, because that was could, his only option. It would have been absolutely nasty if he had a any <coughs> other quarterback in there, except for Daniel Jones. I'm just Daniel Jones. I'd rather have life than Daniel Jones, but. I, okay, that's fair. That's your guys', that's your guys but argument. But me, the most fun I would have had was him going to the Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins wanted Julio to go there with him. They would never have been able to, to work that out. But I feel like there would have been too much animosity in that wide receiver room. I think it would. It would have been. been it would have been amazing. Hops, Jones, with Kyler Murray, who I think is on. A very st- steady climb right now. Yeah, I don't think it's so. I, I think, think it's that steady, but I think watch. it's it's not like this. I think it's like this. He's he's Kyler progressively Murray. getting better, but not like taking giant steps. Yeah, he's here. not taking giant steps. He's walking forward for sure, but he's yeah. not running. Yeah. So, I, and and the other reason I said Baltimore is because I was looking at the cap space, and they were a team that, that I think they could have maneuvered some contracts to make it work. There were it was, a, lot it was of a realistic, yes, good choice. Yes, exactly. I because there's a plenty of teams that could have made that trade. That, but I also wanted to go to like a contender. And I feel like Baltimore, and if Baltimore would have added Julio, it would have put them right up there talent wise, especially offensively with Cleveland. Uh, their defense is also still fantastic. I just, I didn't think Tennessee made the most sense. I know that AJ Brown was the one recruiting him, and everyone. I always felt like it was like that's funny that AJ Brown is like, yeah, come play with us. You know, of course he is. That's that's it's fun. And then it happened, and I was like, how did no other team get yeah. in on this? And and honestly, and, and the fact that Tennessee only had to give up a second in twenty twenty two and a fourth yeah, in twenty twenty three, like so no cheap. other team offered better than that. So cheap. Yeah, no even one even if it was in the same year, like a twenty twenty two twenty three or twenty 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 two second and a twenty twenty two fourth, in my opinion, is better than a twenty twenty third fourth. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> no other team offered better than that because, like, the Niners were in it. That blew me away. Like, that one. I, do, that do, we, do we know what Buffalo's cap space was? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo Bills? Because I would have loved to see him go there, too. That's a team with great potential that they need. They have, they have decent wide receivers. They, had 11, they need though. a better wide receiver. They had, well, they had Stephon Diggs. And Cole Jones, Jones would have been amazing. Stephon Diggs is amazing, but yeah. then after that, what? Easily? Yeah, but Kobe's is still like consistent in the slot. Like he'll get you. Yeah, but he, that's what he is. He's a slot receiver. So, yeah. So, so I mean, Stephon Diggs on one side and that would have been that would have been the slot one. Just run five yard post in the middle, <coughs> just in case. Uh, but 
Buffalo is, it's like, hey, we don't really need water here right now. We need to piss off and fly so that we can run the ball. They're aware of the pussy. They're aware of this shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's all. Uh, other points that I made was Julio Jones and Andrew Brown are the best wide receiver doing in the NFL. Agree or disagree? Um, I would agree with that right now. There is one wide receiver duo that I would see an argument for, and that would be Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And that would be the only wide receiver duo that I would go with. The only reason I think that beats Tennessee is because Tom Brady's at the helm. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's that's when I compare that's wide receivers. Reason. Yeah, when I compare wide receivers straight up, I would take Julio and AJ Brown any day over Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But when you factor in quarterback, you absolutely would take Tampa Bay. Yeah, that, and that's the only reason why I would pick them over it. I'm taking them over them anyway. Just doesn't matter the quarterback, just gives you talents. Yeah. Julio is one of the greatest, but he's also getting older. And I think God, God would what? My, God you, you, have, you have to compare Mike, Mike Evans to Julio and Jones. Julio Jones. And then AJ and Brown. compare Brown to, to Chris Bowden. I, I still think that Mike Evans is more physically active. They had Matt Ryan and they had really bad seasons and Julio didn't really get to shine or do too much last season. So maybe yeah, so maybe it was just a one off of a fluke. But I, I think God I, I think God would be Evans is like fucking massive. And then with obviously the quarterback helping him solidifies it. But I can't think of any other details right now. That those were the only that was really the only one I could come up with. What do you mean? Give a cup of woods. It's a good argument. Uh, the, the other ones that are, Adams and then Noah—that's that's a good duo. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was about all I had. The last thing that I had really quick was I still don't think the Titans have the best offense. I think they finished top three at best in the in, in the offense category, and then I think they lose the playoffs. Still. Oh, absolutely, because yeah. their defense is top bottom five in the NFL. Yeah, and they lost their corners, and they had the fifth worst pass defense in the league last year, and then they lost their two best corners. So I can agree with that statement. It's yeah. going to go down kind of fast. Yes. Yeah. It, they're they're going to score, score a lot. Points, just like the Falcons last year, you can score 30 points, but you can't stop a team from scoring 35. No defense. Yeah. It, no yeah. defense. All right. We're on. Hey, oh, three seconds. Just nailed it. Just time. It could be, it could be talk. We could be talking about a fucking ball holder in football. We're going to talk for 10 minutes. <laughs> this is going in your fight. <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. Um, so my topic is going to be UFC fighters getting underpaid. All right. So kick it off with this. Everyone hates the Paul brothers, Logan, Jake, Logan and Jake. Um, Jake. Me more than most, but not honestly anymore because Logan kind of made a good point for what they're trying to do. I mean, obviously, they're making money for themselves, but they're trying to stand up for a good reason. So Logan made $20 million for fighting Mayweather. Yeah. $20 million. Logan made a point by saying, regardless if these guys hate me, at the end of the day, we are making this money issue known, and I'm an example. The UFC is the lowest out of any other sport for percentage of revenue versus paying the players at 16% as of last year. So all their money they make, 16% goes to the fighters. Everything else is pocket, erosion, all that. He even went to mention Weidman, right? How Weidman broke his leg. That dude will probably never fight again, or at least not be good anymore. And what else is he going to do now? How else is he going to provide for his family? Tyrone Woodley is going to fight Jake Paul. And Woodley said, this is the easiest fight of my career and the biggest purse of my career. Let that sink in. That's sad. Tyrone Woodley is a very well-respected champion in the UFC. Now his biggest purse is going to be against a YouTube boxer. For all of his six title fights in the UFC, he made over $500,000. 
Tyrone Woodley. Let's get back and go over that again. So in his six title fights in the UFC, he made over $500,000. That's it? Combined. For the six title fights. Right? His manager said about this, about the upcoming fight, he's participating in a lot of different things. He should walk away with a multi-million dollar payday. His base guarantee is in the millions already. Add all the extra stuff, and it's a really nice payday. Woodley and Jake got in each other's faces trying to promote the fight like usual. Jake said, let's make a deal. If you beat me, I'll double your purse. If I beat you, you have to donate your entire purse to charity. Woodley got hella quiet because he cannot afford that. <laughs> uh, he is cut by the UFC, so he needs his money. That's why he took the fight anyway. John Jones' most lucrative fight to date for him was the rematch against Daniel Cormier where he allegedly had received $580,000 for that one fight. John Jones has made almost $10 million in his career earnings for his 26 MMA fights total in the UFC. And Logan Paul doubled that in one night against eight rounds against Mayweather. I didn't have a winner. Yeah, Conor no, McGregor being the highest paid at $5 million for Poirier, for fighting Poirier, where Poirier made $1 million. The whole reason why he's fighting Conor again, instead of going for the belt, is because he wants the money that's going to come from it. Amanda Nunez, the lioness, has earned over $3.1 million in her UFC career. She received her highest paycheck after beating Holly Holm for $590,000. So the primary way why uh, how UFC fighters are making money is their paychecks from their contracts, right? Obviously. Each fighter signs a contract for a certain amount of fights, and they're paid a fixed amount of money each time they step into the octagon. The payouts ranging from $10,000 to $3 million. So kind of like an NFL contract, right? Eight-year, fucking hundred million dollars, whatever it is, right? It's the same thing. It's like a six, six, uh, six fights for three million, right? So they're guaranteed five hundred thousand per fight, right? Which that's that's hockey. That's high for you. Um, but it goes like this because they're also getting their. Uh, so remember how they used to all sponsors? You know, yes. these have on the shorts and the banners. Well, Venom bought it out, right? So now it used to be Reebok. Venom upgraded everything by two thousand dollars. So, they go by number of fights that you've had in the UFC. That's how many compensations, how much money compensation you get for that week. So, one to three fights will get you four grand each fight. Four to five, 4,500. Six to ten, six grand. Eleven to fifteen, eleven grand. Sixteen to twenty, sixteen grand. Twenty-one plus is twenty-one grand. And then if you're a champion, you get forty-two to defend it. And if you're someone trying to take the title, you get thirty-two grand. And that's just for fighting. Just for, yeah, per fight, just for Venom paying you for their sponsorship. And here's what's the thing. Ryan Bader said that when Reebok first took over back in 2015, he was making on sponsorships the least 35 grand a fight from all of his sponsorships, right? He was a veteran at the time. But he's making anywhere up to 65 grand, right? And so now, the highest you can make is if you're a champion defending your title at 42 grand. So he felt like he was literally losing tens of thousands of dollars by taking this deal. And the thing is, is that you gotta think about that. Six to ten fights. So this is your tenth fight in UFC, you get six thousand dollars. That's ten fights. You're making less than sixty grand a year. That's a Starbucks manager. That's a Starbucks manager. And that's not ten fights in one year. That's probably gonna take you two years. Just in sponsorships. Just in sponsorships. So let's talk about it. Uh, my first my first thing is 100% of the UFC has to change. And, and my reason, and everyone's reason why, is UFC is the most watched 
fighting sport, oh, sport yeah. in the entire world. Everyone tunes in for UFC fights, especially since Dana White has been doing this thing where he's basically putting on multiple fighting fights on one card, one court, one court, one card, racking up the bank for that pay-per-view money and only giving his fighters sixty percent. So like, I, I, it's broken. <coughs> it's broken, but I think Dana White's also smart, right? Because when you have right, like coming up, right, you have two title fights. And then Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz, right? So you have six well-known dynamite fighters all fighting on this mega card. All that's going to do is you're going to have to divvy up that purse even more, even more, right? So you can't pay this one fighter that because now you have... Well, it's the contract. It's the contract. And that, and that that's the thing is that I don't think it should be coming down... To a contract. To a contract. I don't think that your fight players fight should pieces. be signing contracts. Yep. It should be... It should, not like boxing where these these boxers are getting paid ridiculous amount of money. I'm not even talking about Jake Paul and Logan Paul. I'm talking about you know these no name boxers who are getting paid ten million dollars to fight and no one even watching it. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm talking about I'm you know, but regardless, the UFC UFC should be like, hey man, Adesanya, would you like to fight Vittori for a second time? You know, if pay per view grosses thirty mil, you'll get. 10% of that. See, and, and this is the thing that I'm not understanding, is UFC is the most watched combat sport in the world, right? And even running the numbers when I was doing the whole John Jones thing, right? Seeing how much revenue he's brought in for them, versus how, so he's brought, John Jones in his 26 fights, has brought in $500 million for the UFC, right? $500 million. And then you think, so he's averaging $30 million of what he's bringing in for a fight, averaging. You should be he he can't get paid fifty million, right? He brings right. in thirty million dollars to that UFC pay per view. Can't give him twenty million. That's two thirds of the revenue from that one fight. It just went to him. So how the fuck is Mayweather getting a hundred million and Jake Paul is getting or Logan Paul is getting twenty million? How are they? How are they producing? Over $120 million for a fake fight. Well, you got to think about it. you got to think about, one, the number of pay-per-views they buy when something like that happens. The number of pay-per-views on that fight was probably higher than most EOC main cards that have ever been around. Yeah, that's, okay? that's despicable. That is despicable. 100% I agree with that, Kyle. And the next point is the amount of sponsorships <clears throat> that go into those boxing events, the amount of fucking banners that get hung up on the rings where those companies will pay... So much money because they know that the, that pay per view is going to bring in so much fucking viewership. You know what I mean? And it's ridiculous, one hundred percent. UFC fighters should, should be getting paid more than people like Logan Paul and Jake Paul. But honestly, if anything, I, I'm a hater. You know, I hate Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Hate them. Like they're just they're fucking one gross fucking people. Hate them. Hate that, you know, and that's just, maybe it's a little bit of jealousy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Fucking absolute jealousy. They got fucking rich off YouTube, and now look at them. They're fucking boxing for $20 million. You know what I mean? And the whole point of it is, oh, my God, how did I lose it? I just, I just had it. I just had it. The whole point of it is, is that they're taking advantage of it because, and, you know, they're taking advantage of it and calling out USC at the same time. I honestly... 
it makes me respect them more because I hope Dana White and company look at that and go, shit. And they look at the Tyron Woodley fight going on. And, like, they can reach out to Tyron, Tyron Woodley and be like, hey, dude, you shouldn't be doing this. But Tyron Woodley's defense, it's like, hey, man, this guy's going to pay me upwards of 5 to 10 mil plus. Who knows? Who yeah. knows what the number is? And I made 500K on every single one of my title defenses. And I work my ass off for those, man. This boxing match, dude, I I don't even necessarily have to cut weight because nobody cares. And it's and, and for me, too, it's not even saying that the UFC fighters are being underpaid. It's the fact that other shit is so overpaid. Wait, which it makes is, them underpaid. Which is another fact. Yeah. Like, cause, like, cause like why? Like, yeah, absolutely. Why are Logan Paul's fights... Why is he getting twenty yeah. million? Because if like, what if, is, if Tyrone Woodley is, is having happening? a title defense and he makes one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars off of twenty five minutes potentially, if he doesn't finish it, he goes to decision. It's twenty five minutes. He has made one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And another argument is like, you know, ESPN people and like just like sports media people are saying this is a loss for boxing. It's not just a loss for boxing. It's 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 a loss for combat sports. Like, these fighters put their lives on the line more than NFL players, more than NHL players, any other sport, and they're not getting compensated nearly enough. Especially in UFC. Like, boxing, boxing is boxing. I, most of the time, I boxing is not safe, but when it comes to MMA and U, the UFC, it's the UFC bad. is the most deadliest sport alive. I mean, I'm sure there's more, but the most popular. Okay, let's go with that. No, no, yeah, yeah. I agree. And these players should be compensated for literally putting their life on the line every time they step into that octagon. And right now they're not. And to be fair, dude, they could make more money too. If, like, you're a title, right? If you're a champion. If you're fighting four times a year. Right? Yeah. When you're only fighting twice a year, but you're still making $200,000, $250,000 on just two fights... And that's it. It's a lot of money. It's a decent amount of money. Yeah, but not when. It, but when we but when, when we talk about Usman, at, when yeah. we talk about Adesanya, and they're only making this amount of money per fight. But we look at Julio Jones, who was slated to make fifteen million dollars this one year. Ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. All right, let's time out. Logan, what's your thoughts? We haven't even heard from you. I'm okay. sorry, me and me no, no, no. just jabbing. No, I was looking into how exactly they made their money from the fight to see the drastic difference between UFC and everything. So, the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather card, or the pay-per-view, reached a million shares. So, that is about what the top 10 UFC events ever have done. It's about a million. They go north of a million. 10 starts they at a million. They didn't beat it, though. No, not even close. The biggest one was Habib and McGregor, which was 2.4. Okay. So, they got nowhere close. But, Floyd got 50% of the pay-per-view shares. And Logan had to do that in order to, yes. to, to get yeah. that fight. Yes. And then Logan Paul got 10%. He made, made 5 million so, from so pay-per-view shares. Floyd Mayweather. He only made like 10. So pay-per-view brought in 200 million. And that's another thing too, is that on one UFC fight night, there's 26 fighters. Yeah. Right? Everyone from no names all the way to the stars. You got to think about those no names. And boxing has like three. And, and you got to think about those no lifers that are putting their life on the line getting paid 10 grand for that fight. If that. If that, that. That's the thing, dude. It's like, oh, it's his debut. He's probably getting seven grand. If he finishes it, then he gets a $10 bonus. And yeah. 
So it's crazy. The other big thing is something that I think the UFC should go back to because I'm so mad they took it away from them anyways was the endorsements. Because Floyd said – so Floyd in all earned about 65 and Logan Paul took away about 10 for the fight. But Floyd – so he took home, uh, what, like 25, 25 million just from pay-per-view shares. He got a $10 million flat fee in his contract just for fighting. And then after the fight, they talked about it, and he said just from his endorsements, he said patches on my trunks, that's $30 million by itself. Yeah, he, he said he made $20 million before the fight even started. Exactly. It just, just from walking out with endorsements, the fact that you take that away from these fighters in the UFC is so disrespectful because they, they build their brand. Yes, they're hyping, they're building the UFC as well, but they're building their brand. Why, why in every other sport you have all these guys, you have the TV 12 method. Every star in basketball has their own line, has their own brand. Yeah. Why can't UFC fighters also build their own brand to bring in more money for themselves just because it doesn't benefit the UFC? So I, I looked it up, right? The whole idea of like Reebok Heavily was to revamp it and have a, a clean landscape for fighting. But no that, one, that was it, to have everything look symmetrical and have everything look no one cares that together much, I feel and like. no I, I think people love the endorsements because that's the thing is i think venom pays out pretty fat if you're a champion right but if you're no if, no if, I, if, I if this is your i don't even think they do Kyle. I, I think 62 I think, grand a fight I no think, way I, I think 42 grand is, is is pretty decent no i don't i don't jake paul made no. fucking 20 mil before he even walked at the fight just because he has a couple of fucking patches on his no face. that's void yeah, Logan, Logan, Logan but, Paul made like ten in total for this. But fight. like, but 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 still, if this is your sixth fight, eighth fight in the UFC, you're making six grand. That's it. Eighth. I mean, there's people that are eight no that are fucking headlining. It's ridiculous. No, I UFC is broken, Kyle, and I appreciate bringing it up, man. Because we could be talking about this for twenty minutes. But yeah. I mean, we could be talking about it for I think thirty. Be, I think it should be at least thirty percent. Could be a whole episode right there, man. Absolute whole episode. But hey. That's the timer, so we're moving on to some segments, guys. Our Ooh. favorite time, boom or bust. How many of you guys got? I got two and two. Same. I totally forgot. Yeah, no, you put away your laptop and I, I got it on my phone. It's oh, okay. Um, I'll start. Boom. boom. Yep. Parking spots. Damn. Parking spots are booming. Hitting home for me. Huh? Hitting close to home for me. Yeah, no, yeah. I understand. I understand, <laughs> Logan. I understand because, you know, your parking spot is fucked over a lot. But a parking spot in an affluent Hong Kong neighborhood sold for $1.3 million. Just one spot? One spot. Fucking China businessmen are so fucking rich. A new rich. world record. The parking spot at Mount Nicholas Nicholson Residential Project was sold by Wharf Holdings LTD. And guess how many square feet it was? Square feet? Was it just for a motorcycle? No. <laughs> no. It was like 350 square feet. It's been everywhere. But pretty much what this car next to you guys is sitting in. Sold for $1.3 million. What was that movie? Crazy Rich Asians? Yes. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, absolutely. So parking spots, you're booming, man. You're coming up in China. <coughs> Huge. Speaking of parking spots, uh, one of my favorite things that Rich Eisen does is whenever he has a guest from L.A. or a place for an L.A. team on his show, he always asks if he can have their parking spot at home games. <laughs> so, yeah, he asked Matt, Matt Stafford, just during the Rams, he's like, hey, uh, when you guys have home games, can I have your spot? Have you given that to anybody? And he goes, no, you know what? I'll give it to you. The same thing with Clayton Kershaw. 
nice. Yeah. You, I mean, you park right next to the stadium. I don't want to walk all the way from my car. It's far out parking spot. Yeah, shoot your shot. Yeah. Shoot your shot. It's one of my favorite things. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, my first boom is Dak Prescott. Okay. Signing a contract with Jordan, switching from Adidas. He is going to be their only quarterback, and he is going to be the highest paid NFL player by Jordan. Right on. Good for him coming off his injury. How much is he making? What's that There wasn't anything announced. Yeah, and I bet it was gross. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah, I would imagine. I would assume it's nasty. Yeah, Yeah, go go Dak. Uh, Mine's going to be Montreal Canadiens. This is also statistically significant. Um, So they went on a seven-game win streak, right? So kind of maybe do some research. The Canadiens have 24 Stanley Cup wins with 10 more final appearances on top of that. Runner-up is the Maple Leafs with 13. So they like Stanley Cup? Yeah, so, like yeah, so they, the have, they have 11 more Stanley Cups than second place. Jesus. After that is the Red Wings at 11. So Montreal Canadiens as a franchise has dominated the NHL. Wow. Yeah, dominated the NHL. That was a room? That was a room. Okay, my second room is uh, the state of Washington. Okay. They're offering free joints yes. to people who get vaccinated. So don't get me wrong, don't get vaccinated, get vaccinated, I don't care either way, however, their slogan is, joints for jacks. <laughs> so, uh, sick. Hey, Washington, you're booming, like, everyone knew you were a fucking green-ass fucking state. play right into it. Man. Yeah, dude. Lean like, in. Hey, right on, lean <laughs> into it, 100%, Washington, you're booming, who doesn't want a free joint in Washington? Absolutely. Uh... My second boom, going to stick along the lines of COVID, is I think any issues we have with the vaccine couldn't get solved. We have some big brains on the case. Sam Darnold and Montez Sweat. Uh, Montez Sweat plays for the football team. Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold. Uh, they both have come out and said they are not getting the vaccine until they do more research on it to get all the facts. <laughs> so when, when Sam Darnold and Montez Sweat collaborate and release their report, then you will know if the vaccine is safe or not. Again. Get the vaccine if you want. Don't if you don't. I don't care. But I love that Sam Darnold and Montez Sweat are going to spearhead the effort for safety. <laughs> Sam Darnold started off. All right. Uh, uh, my second one is going to be Amanda. Dude, uh, Amanda just uh, taking care of me this whole last week. I've been dying, laying in bed. Um, and I told you guys right last time when I was here, I wanted to start watching the Ultimate Fighter from season one. Yes. Amanda has been fully on board. Um. To the point where uh, she does, we, she's been going to bed late. We've been waking up extra tired because she wants to keep watching it. Uh, we've started watching it about four days ago. We're almost done with season two, um, and we are caught up with the current season. Oh, yeah. um, but not just that. Boom to her for constantly analyzing and breaking down like every round oh, yeah. and every like strength and weakness from every fighter. Like she wants to learn more about the sport, and uh, for me, that's big. Right, because we don't really. She doesn't really watch too much sports with me. Um, so I've just been loving it, dude. Like, I'll be laying there just watching, and then she'll start being like, ah, I feel like he's uh, I feel like he's getting more comfortable now. He's loosening up. He's starting to explain more. And I'm like, yes, he is. Yes, he is. So, Amanda, we love you. Oh, yeah, side note. Yesterday, we bought wedding bands. So oh, yeah. We finally bought, like, a wedding ring. Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice. Um, When's the actual yeah. date? July 13th. Two years exactly from what I proposed. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys should have some beers. Yeah, we'll have some beers for you. We'll run out for you. July 13th. 4.40. It's about finals time. NBA finals. Oh, yeah. 
most times. Um, yeah. Alright, awesome. Alright, let's move into busts. My first bust is Save this one for the last one. This is a good one. I think I'm gonna say this one. Okay, so my first bust is Texas Congressman Louis Gourmet. Gourmet. I'm gonna go with Gourmet. He asked a senior U.S. government official if changing the moon orbit around the Earth or the Earth's orbit around the Sun might be a solution for climate change. It could, to be fair, well, that it, could, blew my mind. it could be a solution. No, because it would create climate change in other parts of the world. That's fair, but <laughs> we only think care, about it. We care think about, about us. it. That, 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 the only thing that would fucking fix is, oh, Reno does no longer get dark at 9 o'clock in the summer. Now, we're Alaska. If it changes the orbit, well, he's trying to change the orbit around the sun, which would or mean no, 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 it. no, or the moon around the Earth. That wouldn't either way. He, he, at all. No, no, no. Well, he's saying <laughs> either fucking way. How can you do that? Uh, so you just put a bunch of rockets on one side of Earth. And <laughs> it just pushes it a Strap little. Strap them down. Yeah, it just pushes the Earth ever so slightly, and then you solve climate change. You know, you know, like the atmospheres. Well, the thing about atmospheres is there's like rings you can attach up to that are unbreakable. We have a force field around Earth, Kyle. I don't know if you know this. But, uh... Patrick <laughs> Star, why don't we move over here? Move over there. <laughs> That's pretty much what I got out of it, so, uh... Genius. Congressman Louie. <laughs> we um, elect some of the dumbest motherfuckers. Um, Jesus, dude. Jesus Christ. Cannot save you. <laughs> cannot save you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. My first bust is Doc Rivers and Ben Simmons, the combo. Uh, for game one, at least, against the Hawks. Trey Young goes for, I believe, 35-10 and 10 in that game. Yeah, nasty. Yeah, absolutely went off. Uh, the Hawks easily had that game in the bag. They let Philly back into it at the very end. The refs let him play pretty physical. And Philly got back in, but Atlanta still held on. Uh, and then followed that up in game two. Trey Young still went for 21-11. and 11. They asked, and uh, Doc Rivers bust on you, because in game one he had Danny Green guarding Trey Young the entire game. Ooh. And it was... Danny just Green. sad. Used to be an amazing defender. No, maybe used to. Now, I don't know if he knows what defense is. Yeah, no. He, he, I think ever since <laughs> what he happened, left no, whatever, San Antonio, no, no, it was it was the playoff when he was on the Spurs and he started hitting all those threes, and then he left, and all the scoring I feel like got to his head. It makes sense to me. Yeah. So yeah. So had Danny Green on Trey Young. Trey Young goes off, and then they asked Ben Simmons about it after the game because Ben Simmons, Defense Player of the Year candidate. Very well thought he should have gotten it. They asked him about it after the game, and he said along the lines of, well, if the refs let me play a little physical, maybe foul him a little bit, and let me get away with it, then yeah, I'd want to guard him. So yeah, defensive player of the year candidate, you can only guard a great offensive player if you can foul him the entire time. That does not make you a good defensive player at all. I'm glad they figured it out in game two. Well, they didn't, because Joel Embiid had to go for 40 and 13 for them to win. They didn't figure out Trey Young. But just come on, Doc. Come on, Ben. Be fucking better. You know what? Give me a second. You know what, you you know what I appreciate about all your movies, Bust? It's 95% of the time, Loki. It's always, 
It's always sports related, man. That, what, do you, what do you think I do with my life when I'm... No, no, no. no. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I, I am... Obviously, all three of us are fucking sports fanatics, but you always find something. I play Stardew Valley and I watch sports. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, my second bus is slugging. <laughs> hey, Valley. our farm is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Two seeds in the NHL playoffs. Um, the only two seed to not be knocked out in the first round was the Golden Knights, and they almost got knocked out by the Wild. They all have um, all of the twos um, got knocked out in the first round. The Jeez. That's embarrassing. Yeah, absolutely Jeez. embarrassing. Oh. All right, so my second bust is the term everyone makes a mistake. You know that term? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone makes a mistake. Catchy saying. Very catchy, right? Well, a teenager boy karate style flying kicked a 74 year old man into a river. It's a mistake. Or at least this is a bust. Benjamin Bridgman responded outside the courthouse since he got indicted. I'm sorry. Everyone makes mistakes. Hey. You know, I, I I was torn whether or not it was a boom or a bust, <coughs> but then I decided it was a bust because later on he was like, I didn't know he was 74 years old. That's the deciding factor. He looked at the old man, he was like, probably 65 tops. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, 74? Damn, that was a little one, harsh. One, one, guys. one, come on, man. That's such a fucking trash fucking move. No, no. Just I, I fucking hope you, I kick hope somebody into a fucking river. You know I what happened? Rocks. I kept on fucking reading the article, and guess who helped him out? This 74-year-old man couldn't get out of the river. Guess who helped him out? Two 14-year-old fucking girls. Dude, the 74-year-old man was going to die. Alright, 74-year-old man, you're a bust. <laughs> <laughs> For not being able to get out of the river, dude. You can't swim, dude. Get out of there. No, oh, no, no. I hope that kid rots in hell. Yeah, dude. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's super fucked up, dude. Uh, but huh, I just, I really oh. laughed when I was reading it at karate style flying, flying <laughs> kicked a 74 year old into a river. God. Whoever wrote that headline deserves a race. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Boone for the headline writer, but bust for the, uh, for Benjamin here. <coughs> Benjamin, dude, come on, dude. Have some more respect. Fuck you. Alright, my second bust is the SEC. When it comes to football. Uh, Alabama signed Nick Saban to a contract extension through 2028. So the SEC has no chance of anyone not named Alabama doing anything except for maybe one year yeah. here or there. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Bama for the next seven years. Yeah. So get used to it. If you haven't already, you should be by now. Yeah. Uh, my second boss, whoever gave up Kona, dude. Uh, we got out the shelter and been off a whole week. You even mentioned it earlier in the song. Oh, hundred percent. That's what I did, man. It's just me and her on the bed in the living room, all fucking week, and she's literally just the perfect dog. And then I got so fucking lucky, and uh, whenever we go to the dog park, she's everyone's favorite. Just the sweetest dog. So whoever let that dog go, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I've been around my place before, and she's an absolute sweetheart. Hey, everyone, appreciate you guys for tuning in. This is a little bit longer than our usual. Yeah, dirty 30. Dirty 30, baby. Hey, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in as always, man. Hey, support the podcast any way you can. Um, just by listening, 
or if you're feeling extra generous, subscribe, guys. So, hey, appreciate you guys as always. Peace out. Thank you, as always, for the support. I will not be here next week. I'm going on a little vacation, uh, but I will be back the following week. Uh, there's a chance I might be able to. We'll have to see, but for the most, most likely, I will not be here. So I will catch you guys in a couple of weeks. Yeah, guys. Um, like they just said, as always, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Um, what's five bucks a month? You know, <laughs> you're never gonna notice it gone. So throw it our way if you guys can. All right. Love you guys. See you guys next week.